Hello, welcome back. This is your host, Steve, with HVACR Hero, your favorite HVAC podcast on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Thank you for joining me again for another episode. It means the world to me. Your support is so appreciated. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. All right, let's jump right in. So the reason why you stopped by was probably because you saw the title, How to Make More Money in the HVAC Industry. And that is what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, Buckle up. We've got a lot of concepts here that might uh, help you with that path. Uh, Some ideas and and ways that you might not have thought of and and how you can get to the point where you think you need to be. We're all doing this for really one reason. Uh, and, and that's not to say that you don't enjoy it and that you're not passionate about the mechanical industry and everything, but we work for one reason, that's to make money and money is to support your family. So remember that even though you love it, why not make the most amount of money for your time for the least amount of responsibility? And I think that's going to be most important. And one of the most important concepts to understand before you look for more money. More money comes with more responsibility in some way or another. Just remember that. So you're not going to you're not going to go to your boss and say I deserve a raise because I breathe air. You say I deserve a raise because maybe I've done a lot of really great things and I deserve it. I deserve a raise because I've taken on more responsibility. I deserve a raise because I can do more than maybe some of the other techs. Um, those are all reasons and those are all past tense. If you've been compensated for that and you're still unhappy, what you need to go into the conversation thinking is, I would like more money, but I am I'm okay assuming more responsibility, like I just said. So you're putting yourself out there, you're saying, I'm confident in what I'm doing. And I'm confident that I can take more that you throw at me and be successful at that and what I'm doing at the same time or moving up and playing a more vital role in the operation. So just understand that more money comes with more responsibility. That's really what I want to start out with. Um, But I have a bunch more uh, concepts that I want to jump into. So without further ado, let's do that. All right. First question I'm going to ask, do you think that you are an expert at what you do on a daily basis? If the answer is yes, continue to go, collect your $200, and do not do anything else that you're supposed to do when you do that, whatever. Don't go to jail, I guess. Whatever the monopoly terms are, it's been a while. Um, But yeah, so ask yourself, if you're an expert, if you're comfortable doing the things you do, okay, great, let's keep moving. Let's think of some other things. If you say no to that, I want you to kind of go back, revisit, figure out what you need to work on it, or sorry, figure out what you need to work on, and then come back to this and say, okay, now I think I'm ready to to look into how to make more money. Because if you can't do what you're doing right now successfully, why would you think you could move up and assume more responsibility and be successful in that aspect? Uh, you just you have to know the basics to become an expert, and to become an expert. It's going to be, it's going to take a lot of uh, time. It's going to take a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work, a lot of knowledge. So focus on that, the basics first, and then let's move on. 
All right, so now you've been you've been in the industry for maybe what five, ten years. Okay, great. Throughout that time, you might have had dollar, two hour raises, whatever it is. You might have moved up. You might have went from install to service. Whatever you did, awesome. That is very important to the path that you're on. Is documenting where you've started, where you've been, and where you want to go. Okay. Uh, if you don't have a resume already, I suggest you put a resume together, a resume and cover letter for maybe the position that you're looking to uh, assume. Uh, and that's going to be my next point that I want to make. And it's going to be a hard one for the guys that really like where they're at. Um, it's tough, but you have to know sometimes to make the money that you deserve as a professional, you have to leave your current corporation or company place of business you have to sometimes there's just there's no way they're gonna say here's a 30 percent raise for no reason they can't do that they're not gonna do that for everybody so they're not gonna do it for you i'm sorry to say that it's just not happening now there are rare cases and i, and I don't i'm not gonna say never but there are rare cases where some people move up um and they become more in the company uh but it's not it's not too often okay so sometimes look at it that way you might have to leave and go to another employer who appreciates your time more than what your current employer does that you might have been working there for four or five years so put together a resume put together a cover letter make sure you document everything that you've done everything that you are doing currently maybe all of your skills i don't not maybe put together your skills what you think you're you're affluent in or you're really good in um and uh and make sure you highlight all of that so a resume is basically a highlight reel of your life on paper so put everything in there that you think might pertain to the new position that you want to get if you worked at mcdonald's and you want to be a project manager for an hvac company i suggest you do not put that in there it doesn't pertain to it doesn't make sense don't do that um but if you worked at McDonald's and you want to be a restaurant manager, seeing that progression might be worth it, right? That might be something that would make sense to do. So if you, if say you worked maintenance at an apartment complex and that's where you started out, that might pertain to your resume if you want to become a service tech. If, if you've done any little bit of service at that at the maintenance company or if you've been an apprentice or you worked alongside somebody, all of that should be on your resume to document what you've done um the next thing i'm going to say is continuing education if you have anything even a high school diploma put it on there if you have been to college for maybe two years put it on there whatever you have that's higher education employers love that we all know that in this current time you know it's uh it's important for some employers they like to see higher education for whatever reason even though it doesn't really matter in our industry too much and i say that because i, I say really because sometimes it does and there are uh hvac degrees that you can get that would help you move up and become more and it teach in the, and they're not a complete waste of time some people think they are um they teach you a lot of really great basics and concepts and in the ideology ideology behind hvac instead of just working with some hack who's showing you how to put together some gas piping so it's not always uh a bad thing okay so don't and, and if you're if you're on the edge go for it i mean 
you might spend a little bit of money, but again, to put that on your resume will probably pay off in the future for you. So like I said, put together this highlight reel of your life. Make sure it's really good. It's probably one of the top five things I'd say to invest in when you're investing in yourself to progress throughout your career. Um, so that's the first thing I want to say. And, and then, like I said, you want to, you might have to move on to another company. So the next point that I want to make is go on to your favorite career website, go to indeed.com, go to LinkedIn, go to, uh, monster.com. Uh, there's all of these different job job websites and, and and sources out there that you can find new open positions throughout the region that you're in so go on there and if you want to be a project manager put in project manager if that's what your goal is down the road put it in there sometimes there's junior project manager positions that you might qualify for if you want to be a facilities director there's probably assistant facilities director so there's there's steps that you can take to get to that ultimate goal so apply for them and if you even think for a second that you're not qualified i want you to take that idea and get it out of your head right now because you have to go after what you want and that's the first thing that i think is one of the most important things i should say in this process is don't be afraid to apply for jobs that you are not qualified for uh just because you think that you're not doesn't mean that the hiring manager doesn't think you are so keep that in mind there's a lot of people out there that might give you a shot might even get you an interview and if you're in an interview you might have a chance to sell yourself in that role and they might want to pick you up uh that brings me to my next point sell yourself so once you land an interview so say you are like man i really want this job as a project manager i'm gonna apply for it. i know i'm just an install an installation technician or whatever or service tech I would love this. So you apply for it. They say, wow, this resume looks great. He's got a lot of really applicable experience uh, installing air handlers and boilers and, and rooftop units, all of these things that a project manager might sell or might work on or might design. <clears throat> Let's bring him for an interview. What's it going to hurt? A lot of times your field experience is worth more than that college graduate coming out of school with a, with a mechanical engineering degree. And just remember, some people don't truly believe in other other concepts like higher education. They'd rather see field experience. So it's all about what that employer values most, okay? Say you don't have a great anything. You could be an apprentice or whatever, but you go in there and they love your personality. You're teachable, you're coachable, you're, you're upbeat and friendly and positive. Those are all huge and very great uh, assets, or not assets, but uh, personality traits to have in a company so if they see that and they say wow this guy could be long term we could invest in him and he might we might get a nice return on our investment so don't sell yourself short and then when you get into the interviews and that was my point when you talk to the hiring manager when you're in there you're talking to the whoever's basically gonna gonna give you this interview go in there confident that's gonna be my first advice don't go in there with your head hung low I want you to go in there, straighten up your back, put your shoulders up, shake their hand very firmly, look them in the eye, say, it's great to meet you. Thank you for having me. Very important things to do. Eye contact, shaking their hand, trying to be confident. And those are all things that are very difficult for some people, especially if you are a field guy and you're meeting with somebody in the office or whatever it is, 
it can be a little nerve wracking and that's okay. And I, I don't want, I think that's my first point. Or one of my, my things I want to kind of note to you is, is don't feel bad to be nervous. And it might take a few interviews for you to get good at it. It's not something you learn overnight and believe it or not, there's, there's classes that people take to get comfortable with interviews. So it's not just you. It's a lot of different people. Uh, but when you go in there, just like I said, a little bit of advice, be confident, be excited to be there, be outgoing, happy, uh, personal. And if you are nervous, I want you to tell them, sorry, I am a little bit nervous. Uh, this is my first interview in a long time. I just want to be upfront with you and let you know, maybe that's why if I'm a little bit off is I'm just a little nervous. So you can tell them that and that's okay. <clears throat> Again, what they're looking for most is, is your ability to communicate. I think that's going to be one of the biggest things. So if you're communicating that you're nervous to them, that is a step in the right direction. So go in there, shake their hand, talk about yourself, talk about everything that you've done, how you provided the current your current company that you work work for, how you provide a value to them, uh, maybe your your insight into what you want to do, your ambitions, where you want to go, what you want to do in the future. All of these things are things that you want to tell the employer. And you need to tell, you need to be, you need to be coachable and you need to be able to say, you know, this is what I want to do. And don't be afraid to shoot for the stars, I guess is my point is tell them everything that you want to do. Be excited to learn. And, and I think that's going to be one of the biggest concepts when you talk to them is that you're excited to learn and grow. I think that's huge so to grow. And, and that's, that's another point, man, there's just so many points, but some of these words that 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 I'm using here, things that you want to use when you're in this area, is like growing, learning, um, moving. You know, I wouldn't say moving up, but learning, growing, uh, more responsibility, growing professionally. All of these things you want to say, and, and that's just going to help. Really, if you look at it as a pyramid, okay, you've got a base, right? And let's look at it that way. So you've got a base. And you've got all these concepts at the bottom of the pyramid that you want. And the job that you want is at the top of the pyramid. So lay out the base. Tell them, I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to do this. And then continue to build up that pyramid from a wide, broad range of yourself into specific points and things that you need and what, you, what you've done to get to the top to the point where you think you're now ready to stand on the top of that pyramid. So you're going to build yourself up. And you're going to continue building yourself up and you're going to sell them in, in, you're going to tell, say, this is why I deserve to be here. This is why I think that I could be an asset to your team. So that's enough of that. Uh, just be confident, go in there, know what you want, tell them where you want to be, tell them the, the things that you want to do. Uh, and I think, I think you'll be okay. So once you're done with, you know, that it's, that's really the whole interview process and the job search process, but there are other things that you can do to to increase your chances, let's say, of, of landing that job that you want. Networking. Networking can be huge. So think of, you know, every person that you meet in this industry, if you go into every interaction that you have with them as this could be an opportunity for me to move up, this could be a professional opportunity. If you go work for a building owner, or if you work really with anybody, anytime you go into a supply house, shake people's hands, be confident, be be uh, professional, be courteous, be kind, outgoing, things like that. Say, hi, I'm Steve. Nice to meet you. Or whatever it is, make those connections, build those relationships because they're all in the same industry that you're in. So you never know. Go to some of these 
these open houses for these supply houses when they're having you know lunches and, and things like that go to these and talk to people and just build that network it just be a good dude if you're a good dude you know people are gonna want to work with you that's really the bottom line so networking uh i think kind of go off a networking mentor so finding a mentor in the industry if it's somebody who you know say there's a project manager at your company and and you want to you want to grow and you want to do what they do connect with them talk with them tell them what you want to do and just maybe build that relationship right there because that could be important that could be huge for you is building a relationship with the person that you want to be uh aligned with down the road when you're working um connect with your managers and and i don't want to say don't be a brown noser don't be a suck up don't be a kiss ass nobody likes that person it's not going to get you any further in life than just being an honest hardworking person so don't do that but it is okay to connect with them on some aspects you don't have to go have lunch with them and have a beer whatever but again being friendly being open and and courteous and and all of those things will not hurt because it shows that your community your communication skills are are where they need to be uh what we talked about earlier accepting more responsibility that's important uh wanting more wanting to do more and just telling your your superiors that you want that all that's going to help you get to the point you want to be at uh be professional with everybody Uh, the minute you start you know throwing out cuss words and things like that you're you're going to lose any respect and any possibility to be something more than what you are okay so try to be professional (laughs) you can still have fun and be respectful but that's going to be important for you Another important concept I'd like to say is accountability. So everybody understands that you make mistakes. Everybody knows that mistakes are made and it's okay. But the minute you start making excuses for those mistakes and the minute you start not, I guess, accepting that responsibility or taking responsibility, I'm sorry, for the mistakes that you've made, that's when you start having issues. So take responsibility for those mistakes. Be accountable for them. Say, yes, I did screw up. Uh, this is what I'm doing to to fix that. This is how I plan on avoiding it next time. Things like that are huge when you're talking to somebody. Or when you're talking to your manager about the mistakes that you might have made. <sighs> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, all of those things I think are great concepts just to keep in mind. And then I think the last thing that I want to point out is if you really do want to move up and you want to make more money be a leader in all aspects of life so be a leader in in your personal life be a leader in professional life uh don't follow people just know what you want and go after it and communicate to whoever you need to communicate to that you are willing to do what it takes to move up and to be the the next you know in the best professional version of yourself so take responsibility be a leader be confident, know what you want before you go after it. And once you know what you want, take that first step. Uh, I think that's going to be it for tonight, guys. But look at you can do it again. Don't be afraid to apply for the jobs that you think that you might not be qualified for. I think that's going to be my biggest takeaway for you guys is you might have to leave your current company. If you're making 25 bucks an hour 
or 20 bucks an hour and you want to be a project manager you don't even know the kind of money that they could make they could be making eighty thousand dollars a year twenty dollars an hour is what forty thousand if you land a job as a project manager and you are making 21 22 dollars an hour you've just doubled your income so that's the main point of this all don't be afraid to go after what you want be confident be excited look at keep doing what you're doing i'm proud of you guys thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you in the next one